You're listening to the Real Estate Insider Podcast. A bold look at reality, news, analysis, strategies, and opinions. Direct from the veteran team at the Rain Research Institute. With today's host, real estate strategist, Russell Westcott. Seekers, it's that time to start your week off in the right direction. I'm your host, Russell Westcott, and welcome to your weekly Rain Mastery Implementation Call. Today's opening theme song comes to us from Richard Strauss and is widely known for the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey. This song is very fitting to our weekly calls as each week we are on an epic journey. So to help point our guidance systems in the right direction, please help welcome Mr. Richard Dolan. Good morning, Rich. Jeez, Russ, i got to tell you, man, with those soundtracks that you play every time we have one of these calls, I don't know it's worse. My The setup of my bio or you playing that music, it just sets the tone so high that i just I got to grab some popcorn and wait for the feature film. I hear you. Well, it is. Each week we're, we're creating a masterpiece. I love it. It's so true. And, you know, what, what people don't know is that as, as this particular call and all our calls, they're, they're shot uh, in real time. And what's nice about even today's call is it comes out of having uh, an experience for us. And we haven't even had a chance to even chat about it, so this conversation might even strike you as new uh, and enlightening. But for those who know uh, that RainSpeak has just completed for 2012, uh, what we would call we completed both 1.0 and 2.0 editions uh, in Toronto and in Vancouver. Uh, we had nearly 100 graduates go through through the program, uh, who were incredibly brave, uh, just like the main uh, character in 2001. And I've got to say, it was an incredible two Saturdays that I've had with some incredible people. So, Rich, I've got a question for you first. Please do. You were on the road for a couple weeks. Did your dog recognize you when you got home? I, 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 actually, I actually got dropped off in the wrong neighborhood. I forgot where I lived. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It's it's true though. It was a it was a long time on the road, and uh, between our meetings and our new strategic relationships, and a lot of the global expansion work that, as you know, Don and I and uh, Patrick and yourself, Russ, are a part of. Uh, we certainly are on the road a lot more, but you know, nothing really juices you up and keeps you going more than just helping people break through their stuff, which is really the theme of this week. I want to give people a bit of an insight as to what really happened in those two days, the one we had in Vancouver and the one that we just had in Toronto. So if you're a RainSpeak graduate, good morning to you. I'm happy and proud of each and every one of you. You know who you are. And for those who missed it, for whatever reasons that you did, uh, we uh, missed you. And uh, you missed a lot, but I'm going to share with you what you may have missed that might actually resonate with you. So for those who are actually RainSpeak graduates over the past couple of weeks, this might be a great reminder and a great way to summarize some of the things that we learned. And for those who didn't hear about it yet and or missed it for reasons that are your own, it's a great way for you to hear a bit more about it. And uh, unlike the 2001 Space Odyssey introduction, I, I want to maybe uh, tone it down a little bit to a really cool story, and it, it's really Seinfeld's story. And for those of you who know, I'm a big Seinfeld fan, and I'll never forget this particular episode where George walks in and uh, completely thought to himself he had incredibly ruined every single avenue of chance for himself and opening himself up to new possibilities. And so he thought, you know what, I'm going to do just opposite to what I would normally do. Everything and anything, it was just the opposite, whether it was bouncing into a new woman or trying something on at work or even interacting with his friends. He would just do the opposite. And you know what was funny about the whole episode is doing the opposite actually worked. 
And the reality is that when we speak about this conversation around confidence, confidence is something that we all have, but yet seek to have more or have it. So for this week in this particular call, in case you're making note and for the importance of writing down a title on your notes, confidence is the conversation. Now, for those who know that when you came to RainSpeak, most people, most people are looking for confidence in the way in which they speak and present and even converse uh, amongst others uh, or to speak to others. And what was interesting is that confidence is something that each and every one of us already have. Just think, right? You're, you're a different person when you're talking to the person that you love or those you're in a relationship with, your, your buddies, your pals, your girlfriends and such. You're a different person perhaps even at work in the office and are working with others and bossing folks around or being bossed around, but you're a different person. You're communicating. You're connecting. You're conversing with others. You're presenting your thoughts, your ideas. There's confidence within you at some degree or level, but you have an idea in your mind that, you know what, I'd love to have that confidence, whatever that is, and you idolize someone. And it might be a former president, an actor, an actress. It might be a performer. It might be Uncle Jim or just someone that you've known or grown up to want to be a lot like. It may have been the teacher that you grew up with and that you just admired. But the reality is that confidence in our journey, whether it's in a moment, during dinner, at an event, or leading up to getting up to a stage or platform, your journey, the time that it takes for you to say, I need it, and to realize it, is stopped. And what stops people really begins to be the mind. So the first wall, really, that's in the way of you understanding that you've got confidence is what's in your mind. What are you thinking? What are your assumptions? Your assumptions are the very things that are misleading your chemistry, misleading your body to believe that, in fact, you've got to go into a bit of a defense mode. They're not going to like what I have to say. What I have to say is not going to be important. I have no point to really make anyways. I don't know why I'm even here. Why am I asked to actually speak? What do you think they're going to think of me? How are they going to judge me, assess me, make me out to be? You see, we all truthfully know, and I can safely, from the distance that I sit in right here in my office in Toronto, I can sit from this perspective and say this. Because we're all judgmental machines, we know we're being judged. We know we can't escape it because no one escapes our judgment. We always are judging people. I make fun of Russell in my mind all the time when I sit across from him. But he, in return, makes fun of me, I'm sure. But we're just judgment and conclusive and assessive machines. We're meaning-making machines. And so it's automatic. It's on all the time. We can't stop it. It's just what we are. You know, psychologists have called it the chattering monkeys, and some people call it just sort of the silent talk, self-talk. Whatever you want to call it, it's there. So in the mind, as those assumptions and that meaning all starts to stir around, what you're leaning on is really the conditioning that you've got to, in fact, deal with it, to break through with it or embrace it or, in fact, be the victim of it. You see, the conditioning comes from your past, right? That's where your parents brought you up. That's where the schooling came into play, the friends you had. In other words, if you had very shy parents, you likely are quite shy. If you had very shy friends, then you're likely, well, very shy. If you were uh, very gregarious uh, growing up, then perhaps you still are quite gregarious. And so on and on. The conditioning, the past, the person you've become is a byproduct of the past you've lived. So that conditioning that has molded your mind to be the wall, if it were, that detracts you from getting the experience of confidence, not getting uh, the, the confidence, but getting the experience of confidence. So I'll say that one more time in case you just missed me because I completely muddled that all up. Confidence is an experience, and that's something you get, right? So in other words, I've never felt more confident before. It's a feeling. 
So when people say, I'm here for more confidence, well, it's just a matter of experiencing it more. Where does that experience happen? In the mind. So what's in the way of that is really these blocks, these walls. And what are those things? Well, the assumptions, the fact that you're a meaning-making machine, which is all driven by your conditioning. So to break through your conditioning is to not rewire it, but just understand it, own it, so it doesn't own you. And that brings you to the last point, which is your default. Your default system on and around confidence, that which manages you, it manages everything. Now, rain speak graduates, you notice that this weekend, it all came down to your voice, the way you took a stage, the way in which you stood, the way in which you projected, the way in which you owned that spot, owned the audience, the way your eyes moved, connected with people, all of that machinery, all of that mechanics, well, it's driven by your pre-programming, your conditioning, which is now your default. So in the experience that they've had over the weekend, my fellow graduates, you were being pushed outside the comfort zones. You were pushed outside of your mind, right? You were, you were pushed beyond the limits of what you were already uh, uh, conditioned for. And then, of course, the defaults had to kick in and were stressed beyond measure, right? Patience and perseverance and steadfastness all was tested, so the reality is that when it comes to uh, what we were calling public speaking, we all public speak, folks. We, we're always talking in front of others. We're always screaming, yelling, dictating, and or conversing with more than one from time to time. That's public speaking, if you haven't noticed. Whether it's talking to a cashier or asking for your order at Starbucks, you're in the public and, I don't know, uh, you're speaking. You're actually public speaking. So the whole notion that it's something to be feared more than death measurably is ridiculous. So this is really not about just speaking. This is not really just about pursuing confidence. This is about understanding that what is at stake when you're not experiencing the full bandwidth of your confidence is your full self-expression. You see, your full self-expression is at stake. Your full bandwidth, the entire spectrum of saying all there is to say, saying the things that are unsaid, and saying even the things that are unspoken. Being able to just speak your mind without any constraint, restraint, any filters of any kind. Being able to speak with the mouth without mind. To be able to speak with the mouth without mind. To be able to do that requires a massive commitment to be fully self-expressed, not to look for confidence. Confidence is the experience of being fully self-expressed. So when people watch me on stage and say, wow, you're really slick or really smooth. And what the eye sees is all driven by the meaning-making machine, right? The software you're programmed with, ah, oh, must be those Gucci shoes. That must make a difference. Or, or maybe it's the fact that he has wax in his hair. Ah, there it is. That's the slickness. Or, man, that custom-made suit. But you see, if you strip me down and put me into a paper bag, uh, I'll tell you right now, I'll still speak and present the way I do. And probably, I'd probably really uh, be a little bit cold and would require some undergarments, but I'm sure we'll, we'll figure that out. By getting that image out of your mind, here's the point. The point is that if you remove the very things that your mind assumes are catalysts and facilitators of slickness or smoothness, what you're finding is that actually, no, it's an experience. When I present, I'm presenting from a place of pure confidence because I have had an experience of confidence. I'm embodying confidence. I know where my mind wants to go, and I know there's assumptions out there, and I've shared with many of you what they are. I know you folks are waiting for me to sell you something. I know you're looking to see how slick and smooth I might be. I know all those assumptions that are there. I know the conditioning that I have. I have the conditioning of bad parenting and parents who, in fact, left me, deserted me, and perhaps even slapped me a few times too many. All of that, bypass all of that, the default, knowing that I'm not supposed to speak unless spoken to, all that stuff, I'm just with it. I live with it. 
I live with it. It doesn't live with me. You see, I choose to live with it. I own it. It doesn't own me. I put it in the smallest room in the house, down in the basement with no lighting, no electricity, no running water. I know I can't kick it out, but it's going to be in the worst part of the house. Now, I hope it doesn't stay too long, but of course I can't help that because that's a part of who I am, embracing who I am, embracing who I am. You see, what you are, what you've become has to be embraced, not broken through. Because that's where breakthroughs live. Breakthroughs live, and my final point with you, breakthroughs live not in breaking through it so that somehow it ends up somewhere else. Because wherever you go, there you are. Who you are, what you've become, this programming, uh, the default software that you've been loaded with. Yeah, it might be crappy, and may, you may not even like it. And my God, you may, you may even wish to change it, but you can't, my friends. You can't. You know, this is not a course on happy think. Mastery wasn't built for you to say, yes, I can, yes, I can, and every day I get brighter. You know, we're not trying to teach you mantras to just really reveal the unavoidable, which is you're still going to be you. See, a breakthrough is a breakthrough when you realize that you can get through. You can get through with what you've got. You can get through with what you have. You see, realizing that is the shift. That's the beginning. That's the beginning of empowerment. That's the beginning of where transformation lives. Transformation is the realization of having to bring together two separate things and having a reaction because once that happens, both are forever transformed. It's between your past and your present, knowing that what you've got in the past and who you can become in the future can change. So when you take who you are today and match it with what you've got before, when you bring them together, you can create a bit of a transformation. So the falsehood of breakthrough thinking is where you are pushed outside your limits. You can be given an alter ego and you are convinced you can do something, but then life kicks in. And two days later and five days later and 10 days later, you just kind of go back to the default self. And there you are again, not owning your spot, shivering from the knees, not squaring your shoulders, bringing down your volume, not staring into people's eyes a little longer than you'd like to. And all the things that we taught you this past two weeks in RainSpeak disappear. Why? Because they're no longer in the forefront of your conscious thinking. You've defaulted back to the way in which you were, the condition that you've become, the assumptions that lead you, the mind that controls you. But if you don't mind, it won't matter. No mind, no matter. And that's the reminder for this week. Confidence isn't something you go out and get. Confidence is something that you've already got. The challenge for you is to experience it. And the only way you can is by delayering all the things that sits on top of your ability to really go and experience it fully. The assumptions, your meaning-making machine, and that conditioning. Live with it, but put it aside. Don't let it be in front of you. Let it be with you. And let it be the reason why that breakthrough thinking and breakthrough performances actually exist because you say so. Not because you've been built to, because we all know we weren't born natural presenters. We were trained to be. We were conditioned to be. What we use with it becomes the results that you'd strive for. So maybe now would be appropriate to play that 2001 Odyssey song. What do you think there, Russ? Absolutely. Love it. Confidence is experience. Absolutely. So here's, I think, Russ, we talked about this right before we took the call. Here's the homework for everybody. For those who are in RainSpeak, this is especially for you. And those who haven't taken it, try this on. I want you to take on the Costanza Challenge. That's right, the George Costanza Challenge. Go into a conversation and just consciously tell yourself, everything I'm going to do and everything I'm going to deal with this conversation, I'm going to do the complete opposite. So if you're going to be 
silent and short and to the point and perhaps maybe get a little bit loud and bolsterous and expand a little bit, maybe rant a little longer than you normally would. Do opposite. Experience opposite to what you would normally do. Try it once. Do it with someone safe. Don't let them know you're going to do it because they'll look out for it. Do it in your mind and do it in a way that you will have the realization, the awakening that, hey, I can do something that's different, even opposite to what I normally would do and survive. That's your homework this week. I'd love to hear how it goes for you, by the way. If you want to write me or Russell, by all means do so. We sure would love to know how it goes. So have yourselves a powerful week. Russ, back to you. Wow. Great message, Rich. A quick question for you. Um, Mm -hmm. Two of the uh, chapters of RAIN have now completed Series 1, and they've gotten their certificates, and over 300 people have completed the Mastery Series 1, which is a big congratulations to those people. So what's next? And you also talked about this thing called RAIN Think. Maybe Mm -hmm. if you could just uh, expand on those two topics would be wonderful for people on the call today. Well, for people who are in Toronto and Vancouver, you know what's next. And what's next is going to be the next level of thinking when it comes to being an extraordinary, excellent real estate investor. Now, for those who are in Calgary and Edmonton, you're still hanging out waiting for modules five and six. So this may not really mean a heck of a lot to you, especially when you don't see how mastery kind of comes to a close and gets complete. Uh, But I can answer the question by saying this. What we realize is that there is a requirement for anybody in any business to really understand the importance of leadership psychology and generating performance and results. That's what we introduce in the world of Real Estate for Rain. On the next level in the next wave of education that I'll be leading the architecture of is going to come around the psychology of money, the cognitive psychology, the behavioral finance, the happiness economics, the investor resilience. What's the mindset of a real estate investor, really? So what we've done is we've interviewed and spent time with some of the world's greatest and most brilliant real estate investors, and we've basically distilled what we've learned into a series of lessons. No modules, just lessons. So they'll be added into the curriculum by way of being included in the RAIN meetings on a monthly basis. I'm not quite sure when that will start, but all I know is it's going to be included. It's going to be of no additional charge. But more importantly, it's going to really appeal to those who want to know what's next in creating a winner's mindset in real estate specifically. Wow. I'll tell you what, I'm definitely looking forward to that and being part of the creation of it and also Mm. the most important about the implementation. Mm. Rain Mastery participants, if you have any questions, you can always contact the office, 1-888-824-7346. I'm Russell Westcott signing off from the RAIN office, wishing you a masterful week. Thanks, Russ. Thanks for listening and engaging with the Real Estate Insider podcast, a bold look at reality. Share the reality.